Welcome to the Roundtable. I am your host, Alex Butaro, a.k.a. Sally Gutters. This is where we tell you our honest opinions on what the hell is going on with the sports world today. We are less than, what, I would say four or five hours away from the NBA Finals, so I was like, shit, I might as well just spit whatever I have to say before the Finals even start. Get my predictions out there so everybody could hear what I gotta say. I don't care if you don't like it, but you gotta hear it. Anyway, my co-host has been watching with me these NBA playoffs throughout, even throughout the season. So let's bring him out. He's been on the regular with me, my host, Brian McHugh. Tell him what's up, brother. What's going on, man? Glad to be back. Ready for these finals to start tonight. Of course, man. And, you know, of course, NBA finals round four. I actually just saw an Instagram video. I started dying laughing. And it's... I laugh at it because I feel like it's like a sitcom show with this with this finals. It literally is. Mm-hmm. Round four, we got the Golden State Warriors, the Hampton Four versus the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the King, LeBron James. All right? Do you like this? I'm getting tired of it. I mean, it's... it's I mean, it's what, what can you do? I mean, the guy just keeps winning, so... It's his eight, this is eight in a row now. Eight remind row. you. Yep. Now we'll get into you know about all that. Three you know, and five, inter- but eight in a row. Yes, you know we'll get into later that you know the NBA overall like what the scenario is with the finals. But let's get into what you think right now, okay? Let's just get into it. Percentage wise, you believe percentage wise like the balance in your head of of LeBron winning this finals. Do you think what's the percentage of him winning? Like two. Two percent. Two percent. I mean, that man can will his team to a victory against the Pacers, against the Celtics without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, but he's not going to will Toronto that. Raptors. Toronto, who is just a joke in the playoffs at this point. Toronto's taking L's everywhere. Raptors, Drake, you know. <laughs> but with going up against four all-stars, a stacked bench, a team that averages close to 120 a game, he's not going to be able to do that. Even if he drops 45 a game, the rest of his team is going to put up that extra 80 points that he now, needs. Now, literally, just because you brought up like in terms of points factor, let's actually, I'm going to throw out some stats at you, all right? So right now in this season, LeBron, one fact put out there is LeBron has played the most minutes in both the playoffs and in the regular season is in one player. Oh, yeah. One player alone has barely, played the most minutes the played in both the playoffs and the regular season. All right? He played full 82 games this year. All right? This playoff uh, season right now, this postseason, he's uh, his stats are 34 points per game, 9.2 rebounds per game, and 8.8 assists per game. Basically, 9 assists per game. Now, don't get me wrong. This guy is putting up some crazy ass numbers, but to sit there and say that this guy, first of all, this guy lost last year with Kyrie Irving, with Kevin Love. So he had a three. This guy has won finals with All-Stars. I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I don't care if he's the best player in the world. Some people could say best of all time. I could say otherwise. I'll tell you something right now. LeBron cannot win a finals without superstars on his team. I don't care about Kevin Love. Straight up. The guy has not done anything in the postseason as well as last year's finals. He didn't do anything. He averaged eight points a game. 
What are you going to expect him now going in with a possible concussion? Kevin Love is... If you put Kevin Love in Golden State, he's probably not even a starter. Exactly. He would be maybe their fifth or sixth best player. So exactly. He's not yeah, nearly yeah. good enough to carry. Now, be the number two. Now on the Cleveland you're talking team. about may not even be you know their fifth best guy on the Warriors. You know, let's let's add on that. You know, they lost Kyrie Irving. Who's their third best guy? We're gonna we're gonna rely on George Hill. We're gonna rely on Jeff Jordan, Green. Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. They don't really? even have a three. Come on. They don't even have. A, they don't have a third best. Player. I'm gonna tell you they something right now. My percentage. This is my percentage. My percentage is ten percent. And I'll tell you why. It's because 10% is going to literally is in one game. He's only going to win one game. And it's going to be in Cleveland. He can, he's going to lose a game at home, but he ain't. What well, oh, I'm yeah. going to say, he can't lose both. Uh, without, a, without a shadow of a doubt, LeBron ain't losing both. So I'm giving him 10%. That's it. Because the 90%, I'm 90% sure the Warriors, the Hampton Four, are going to win these finals without a doubt. Yeah, I see them taking it in five. I think LeBron can maybe will Cleveland to a game, win one game in Cleveland, but that's it. He's not going to win a game in Golden State. <clears throat> now, you know, we're talking about these finals. It's round four. Now, the first year, Golden State wins it, right? Steph Curry brings them. He's hungry. And it's not only like they brought in superstars. This guy, These guys were developed. Clay oh, was developed. Draymond was developed, Steph was developed. They had guys on the bench that were developed. Very good squad, yep. very good coaching from even before Stephen Curry. Yeah, um, took, I took might some add. chances on some guys like Sean Livingston that worked out. Exactly, hundred percent. A guy whose career was derailed by injuries left and right, and found yeah. home, found a home there. Exactly. Uh, they, even this year, what about a guy like Nick Young? You know, oh, pot, yeah. he's fine. He's fine at home. Exactly. But like now, going into the second year, he he uh, they lose to LeBron James. You know. Then seventy three and nine team, yeah, greatest exactly. regular season team, and with a three one lead, and, and they blew but it. But not to only Ed though, Kyrie did help him along the way. That guy was averaging buried the dagger in game seven, right in his face. As well as that guy was averaging what close to twenty eight points per game. Yeah, I think in the last <laughs> it was four, stupid. I think in the last four games stupid. of the finals, he had over thirty every game. Exactly. So you know we're going back and forth, and now they bring in Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant just outright he averaged. I might Ed listen he not only came to a, a finals winning team, but this guy ran with it last year and he took control. He averaged 34 points a game, nine uh, rebounds, as well as six assists. So, MVP. you know, uh, yeah, and he won finals MVP. So now let me ask you a question. So we went through three rounds of this shit. You think it's good for the NBA to go through this one more time? I guess it can hurt one more time, see if LeBron can level things up, but I think it's the next Some people game. say they want to see the best in the world to do it, the best two players in the world to do it, and LeBron and, K and KD. Honestly, the East just hasn't put anything in front of LeBron that was anything he could be scared of or wasn't beatable to him, and it's he just did that eight straight years. He just keeps beating teams. Now, I, I just got to say this. To me, I want change. I'm tired of it. You know, I've seen three rounds. You know, it's like, you know, three strikes, you're out. You yeah. know, like in baseball, like four. Come on, bro. Like it, now, like we're doing like a whole like walking series now. Like we're doing a whole pitching count with them. Like you might as well do your own sitcom, you two. Because honestly, it's getting outright ridiculous. I'd rather see different teams come out. Because listen, don't get me wrong. They are the two best players in the world. And 
they are on another level and they deserve to go there 100%. But when you put the group of guys that are around KD, how can you not win? Like, you know? Not make a finals. And as well as LeBron being the best in the world and being able to control a team such as the Cleveland Cavaliers the way he did. You know, how can you not make the finals as well, especially with a shit East, you know? But at the end of the day, I like to see more change. I definitely want to see more All-Stars now in their minds going, okay, we got to go after, like I like to see the way Houston Rockets went after the Golden State Warriors with all that might. I'm telling you right now, speaking of that, Houston Rockets would have went to the finals if Chris Paul did not get hurt with those in that last minute of game five. Oh, without a doubt. 100%. 100%. They made, if they didn't win game six, they would have won game six. Then I would home. be satisfied. And this year, I would be very satisfied with the NBA. I don't care about my next team. I would be very satisfied with the NBA. I'd be very satisfied with James Harden going to the NBA Finals, as well as, as, well as Chris Paul. Now, we're cr- question mark to that team. Now we're a question mark to that team. I like to see what Boston did this year without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. If Kyrie Irving was there, right? If Kyrie Irving was there... I would see them sweeping the Cavaliers this year, possibly, even though LeBron's the best in the world. Another series, I think LeBron maybe wins one game in Cleveland, but I'd see Celtics in five with Hayward and Kyrie. And they went to seven games with no Gordon Hayward and no Kyrie. They're two I mean, best just players. Just imagine those two guys in the starting lineup pushes two guys in a stacked already starting lineup to a bench that will just be even more stacked. So do we say thank? Does Kyrie say thank you to LeBron? Thank you because you're making making me in terms of Kyrie more valuable. Or do we now put a question mark is if, let's say LeBron doesn't win this year, what happens? What happens, right? So now that I've been talking about, you know, the Houston Rockets and the Celtics, right? That actually brings me up into my next kind of thing. You know, they just went through both of them through two games, seven series, outright great. You know, they played like terrific, right? Who do you think has a better shot to go to the finals next season? The Rockets or the Celtics? If healthy, I'm going to go with the Celtics. Only because Houston has to go up against Golden State again. And that's a team that's going to lot. But what about if they make a move in the in free agency? I'm talking it'd about have, I'm talking a- about in your head if Houston makes moves as well as Boston. Listen, Boston may make changes. Listen, Listen, awesome. I know it makes Kyrie more valuable, but at the end of the day, who's to say they're not going to add another all-star on that team? They're going to have the, they're gonna have the money for now. They're going to have the money. They have the trade the assets, contracts. right? So what I'm saying is, in your head, you you still going to stick with the Celtics? I am also because of the lack of talent in the East. It's just going to be a much easier path for them to get through. Okay. I mean, especially if LeBron doesn't stay in Cleveland, who's going to stand in front of Boston? Toronto? No. <laughs> Joke. Listen... I, I do agree with you, but here's my thought. Here's my process on this, right? Is that if the Rockets go get a third superstar, right? And and if they could keep Chris Paul, and if they could keep Chris Paul only, I do see the Rockets as the better team because... Better team, maybe. Better chance, maybe not. Okay. Who they have to face. Uh, the, okay. The, but talent reason, wise, yeah. You yeah. Can't, you can't uh, deny if they get a third All Star. Yeah. Well, they already have three All Star. The reason you get a fourth. The reason all-star. why I'm questioning the Celtics is don't get me wrong. They do have the assets. They do have the All Stars, and as well as a weak East. But I, I'm still wondering about the 76ers. You know, they have a young team. 
they could make a move this year. I still wonder about the Toronto Raptors, even though they got got rid of their coach. Are they going to make a big splash this, this year? I'm still wondering, even about my Knicks, people may hate, but I'm still wondering with, with Coach Fisdale what he's going to do this year. Just don't fuck up the draft. Don't fuck up the draft. But that's why I, ha I have a lot of questions in the East. There's so many questions that that's why I have to go with the Rockets. I feel like with James Harden, if he keeps Chris Paul, he gets one more All-Star. Even if they get rid, of, get rid of Capella in order to get a, a bigger All-Star. Like in terms of Paul George, you know, I, I could see them making a move like that because they'll run with the Warriors then. They'll be able to run with the Warriors. And yeah. then they have a deep enough bench in terms of Eric Gordon, Trevor Ariza, uh, P.J. Tucker. They had a better bench than the Warriors. They look better. They were. Ju they just missed it, man. They, they just missed it, man. So who knows? These are. This is they're why we want to talk about. They're it, both going to be at the top of their conference. This is why time. I need to talk about it because I need to spit this shit because to me, LeBron. I gotta say this too, and people may hate on it. I'm gonna. I'll tweet it. I'll instant. I'll instant this. Is, is that if LeBron doesn't win this year. I'm letting you know right now, if LeBron doesn't leave Cleveland, you may never see him in a finals again. Never see him hoist the trophy again, that's for Exactly, sure. as well as hoist the trophy again. You can I'm make 10 in a row, know, but if you end up 3-7... and If seven, LeBron does not make a move to go to another team that's better, if he stays in Cleveland and hopes that they can make another change, he will never see another ring, he'll never see another championship, and he'll never make it to where Jordan did. That's all I gotta say. All right, so the next thing I wanted to get into because, you know, we've been going off about, you know, future teams, what's the predictions or what, right? Let's get into it. Future free agents. So NBA.com has posted, literally just right before the finals, uh, their top 10 most intrigued. You know, they got guys uh, such as LeBron, number one on their list, Paul George, DeMarcus Cousins. They even got guys, Marcus Smart. They got Dwayne Wade on this list. Even Jabari Parker. Now, you there's more guys even on this list in my opinion. You know, I know there's a top 10 in their opinion, but I got a better opinion that there's better guys on this list too. But who are you most intrigued by for free agents and for teams to, to grab and select and make a, a good move in terms of big splash? I mean, obviously... LeBron's player option is the biggest story of the offseason. Of course, but of course. that's just stating the obvious. Let's yes. go. Let's go a little further off, and you know, go with some guys that maybe you wouldn't think of first, but they're going to be big names in free agency. Um, what's going to happen to DeAndre Jordan? Does he stay with the Clippers? Does he opt out? If he does, who would take those services? That's that's so, a question mark. But here, here's the thing. With, with DeAndre Jordan, where I'm going to contradict that, you know, he is a good player, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, he could be as dominant as, like, the way Clint Capella ran with it, right? But the reason why I feel like he didn't work is because he has no shot. Clint Capella has a shot. There's a lot of big men that changed their game. DeAndre Jordan does not fit in today's game. I don't even think as well as... Andre Drummond fits in this game anymore. So, Not you know, sure. that that's the question mark, you, you know, you got to think, you know. Now, who's another guy that you're intrigued by as well? Because I, I could even throw a guy out there, Julius Randle. You want to bring out a big man, I'll bring out a big man, Julius Randle. 
Julius Randle yeah. is a guy I really like to see make a big splash in free agency. Why? It's because he's a productive player on both sides of the court. The guy could could produce offensive numbers as well as produce in terms of blocks, great rebounds. He had a lot. Very well on defense. Yeah, he had a lot of value to that Lakers team, even though he was what, their third or fourth option, give or take, behind exactly. Lonzo and Ingram and those guys. And I like a lot of teams to go after them. Even if he stays in terms of L.A., I like a team, maybe Boston, to go after them. I like to see Julius Randle with Al Horford. He's a solid four. That's a solid four combo. If you put Gordon Hayward, Julius Randle, Al Horford, and Kyrie Irving, I tell you right now, that is beating LeBron. That's a very winning that's literally that's bringing you back. Lineup. I'll tell you right now, that's Maybe bringing you back small, to Bo Boston Celtic days with Ray John Rondo, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Kendrick Perkins. Re remember that. Just remember that. Who's a guy? Who's another guy you want to bring up? You actually just said him, Ray John Rondo. Perfect. Okay. I mean, look at the postseason he had with the Pelicans. I mean, him and Anthony Dominate. Davis almost willed that team to a conference finals. What did he have? 22 assists in one game Stupid. no turnovers no, no no not in one game multiple games yeah multiple games it was crazy i mean does he stay in new orleans i mean if when you got boogie if you can get boogie back that's that's a scary three right there mm -hmm. you also got a guy like drew holiday on that team who had himself a fine season too i mean i think he made the all uh, nba all defensive team yeah listen trevor reza i've always liked them unfortunately then <laughs> my new york knicks gave him up a long time ago that guy has been a key factor. Didn't he win a ring already? Yes, he did. With yes. The, with the Lakers. <laughs> so he's done it. The guy's been experienced. What about a guy like Isaiah Thomas? What, what do you think is going to happen with this guy? I don't know. It's it's crazy how one person's stock and value and trade and free agency can drop so much in the matter of a season and a half. This guy was a hot commodity, got traded out of Boston, and then just faded into mediocrity over the last season between injuries poor play he was barely even a starter by the end of the season now i think but he does have the glimpses of the old it and yeah. you know you got yourself an all-star again so. now where i'm going to contradict this is that i think is that the opportunity isn't in la for him is that no you know he's not meant to be on the listen players. yeah because you know they're still slowly developed they had lonzo ball guys you know, they made a trade because they needed to make a move. And you know what? They got Isaiah Thomas out of the deal. Not too bad. They, listen, they got a draft pick out of it too. So, you know, they had to make a move. They had to make decisions. And that was their decision. Now, do I agree with Isaiah Thomas being an asset for the Lakers? I actually think he could be an asset for them. It's because if they put Lonzo Ball at the two, where... He could be playing. Reminding you. That's an ugly shot for a two guard. It's an ugly shot for a two guard, <laughs> but hear me out. The reason why I'm saying that too is because, well, or you could put Isaiah Thomas at the two, whichever. Yeah. Lonzo Ball at one, the Isaiah at two, basically. whichever. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because they are both ball handlers. They both are able to go to the hoop as well as pass the ball. Now, who right now this past postseason was dominated by doing that? was main focus on doing that. Houston Rockets. That was literally, that's all they did, was pick and roll, ball dominant guards, 
who attacked the hoop yeah, and passed the ball. They had higher assist ratio than the Warriors in the entire series. Exactly. And the Warriors led the league in that in the regular season. Exactly. So that's why a guy like IT, I do like him in LA. Do I say he's gonna stay in LA? Who knows? Now let me ask you this though. This is the next one. Out of all the guys on this list, you can even name the big guys. One name that stays and one name that walks. That you know definitely in your head outright that is walking no matter what. You know the definite team. You can name it. Go. I think LeBron's walking. Really, Where's he going? I really do. Honestly, that's up in the air still. I just think between his already ruined relationship with Dan Gilbert, the lack of support on the team, he sees around him that he's got to do too much. He can't play 48 minutes a game, now, another season, another two seasons. I agree I with you, man, body but not to just I'm going to strongly disagree. I actually put him as the guy that I know he's going to stay. And I'll tell you why. Yes, he's going to want to win another ring. Don't get me wrong. But he's going to want to do it in Cleveland again. He ain't leaving Cleveland. He ain't leaving this organization. And he ain't winning a ring. <clears throat> Listen, don't get me wrong. I personally don't think he's going to win a ring, right? I just think in his heart, he does not want to leave Cleveland. He does not want to leave that organization. He has brought in too much and he's put in too much, right? Especially in the past four years with this organization. In order to get them where they're at after he came back from Miami to be where he's at in Cleveland, even though he has a shit team right now. Yes, he has to revamp it next year, but listen, hey, make yourself the viable piece to make people want to come to Cleveland. You've done it once before. You did it in Miami. You did it. You did it back when you came home to Cleveland. You could do it again. <laughs> you could do it again. But like you said, he did it in Miami, so he's left Cleveland once. He could do it again. I don't. I don't know, man. Do it again. I don't know, man. His heart was iffy the first time. Let's see if he does it. Does it again. So he you say LeBron walks? TV, that was cold blooded. I say that he stays. Now, who do you think that stays? I think, I think Cousins is gonna stay. Do you think Cousins is gonna stay? I do. Okay. I think. Why that, is that? I think he loves playing with Anthony Davis. I mean, that's. That front court is unbelievable. I mean, you have two guys who could easily average 30 and 10 every night. Mm -hmm. And if they keep a guy like Rondo on board, I mean, we've seen every team Rondo goes to, everyone's game is picked up because of his passing and how he spreads the ball around and he can get anywhere. Now, I, I like, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, that is a good option. Uh, I do could I could see him staying. I could see him walking depending on money. That's why. Especially if the Pelicans want to make maybe a bigger splash. Because I've been also hearing rumors as well as New Orleans going after LeBron. I've been also hearing the, hearing those rumors. Um, but don't, you know, take me on that for word. But that's what the rumors have been saying. But one guy that I feel like that is going to definitely walk without a doubt. Um... I think it's going to be Marcus Smart. Uh, everybody's been, you know, I everybody talks about this guy being, you know, not as a value. I actually think he's probably one of the most underrated guards out there. This guy is very well, very good on defense as well as on offense. Yes, you know, he makes mistakes here and there, but that's a young point guard. The guy is 24 years old. That's why you produce him. 
I think this guy is definitely walking because this guy deserves a starting position. Why? Because he's a defensive guard. You need defensive guards to start now. There's no... It's like when you have Rondo, you know, on the court. Yeah, Rondo can't shoot the ball, but he could guard and he could pass. Market Smart could guard and he could pass. He could shoot the ball as well, right? But get another guard that could play with him. I think this guy deserves to have a starting position. I see him going... I see him going to like a bullshit team like the Sacramento Kings or the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies, something like that. But he's going to get a starting position. Uh, I don't think he's going to stay in Boston unless he truly feels like he takes that. He wants to take that six-man role. Yeah, he's set for the bench once these guys are healthy. Exactly. Like other than that, I see him most definitely walking. Now let me ask you a question, because we kind of like skimmed by him. What about Paul George? It's tough. I mean, I could easily see him leaving and going to a Lakers team. I, he doesn't have any roots in OKC. He went there for a quick stay over to try and win with Russ and Melo, but it, it didn't work out. But we all saw it. Didn't but work I out. also have heard rumors that Paul George is already in negotiations of re-sign uh, a contract extension with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Supposedly, I could see it either way. I mean, it's it's not a bad team. Would you be surprised? It's not a bad team to be on. I Let mean, me ask you a question: Would you be surprised if he walked, or would you be surprised if he stayed? It's gonna, That's what I'm asking. It's all about the money. In the really, end. it's all about the money in the end. Uh. I actually dis disagree. I think these guys nowadays, like that's why LeBron, he may he might stay, take a little less, or but, he may walk because but, he could, he could take less now. Okay, he's got to come with a respect of sneaker deals. Yeah. You know, with all these sneaker deals now, people could take less money, but certain people have made a stand to not take less money because of certain reasons. But I do believe Paul George. My gut feeling is going to tell me he's going to stay because I feel. I feel like he might sign a very short deal. With yeah, a player I feel like he, give he has a gut chance. feeling that he didn't finish business in OKC this year. I feel like he wants to go one more year with them. Um, do I believe that they're gonna make a big splash in the uh, like in the free agency other than re-signing Paul George? No, because they have no more money. Yeah, they're and much if they they're don't, much I think if they don't make a move, they're not gonna go anywhere. So I think they. They should let Paul George walk, in my opinion. <laughs> it might free them up, you know, financially exactly. to be able to make some other moves. smart decisions. Yeah. All right. So before we basically end up this podcast of the roundtable, we have the the overtime countdown. All right. So listen, Brian, you know the deal. You've been on here before. You just give me out your honest opinions. Give me quick answers. You ready, bro? Let's do it. All right. So question five. Next year, will the Hampton Four be no longer? I don't think so. Kevin Durant's already made its, his statement saying he would take less money and restructure a deal to keep them together. I think they enjoy playing with each other. They're winning. They've been to four straight You don't finals. see them training Clay. I don't. I think they got the money right now if he restructures that deal. What about if a team offers them two first-round picks for Clay? It depends what team it is. If it's two picks in the 20s, no. But it, I don't know. 
I mean, you're giving up a short thing for. So you're saying no? You're giving up a short thing for maybe. I think they're good to be together for at least a couple more seasons. All right, all right, cool. So question four: Who do you want the New York Knicks to select in this year's draft? We're big fans of the New York Knicks. We got a couple of guys that we've been looking at. I don't want to go for a guard. I don't want to see Sexton. We've, I don't want to see. Of guards. Uh, I don't want Trey Young. Trey Young. I don't want to see any of those guys. Who do you want the Knicks to draft? Well, I've got two players, and they both got the same last name, Mikal and Miles Bridges. Okay. Two athletic. Who's the guy you want though? Like if he's, if he's there, if both of them are there, who are you taking? I would take Mikal Bridges. From Villanova. He's, he's played a few, uh, a little bit longer. He was under Jay Wright. So he was learning. Well experienced by the one of the best. They're, they look like a franchise in the college, in the collegiate level. They are two national, titles. two national titles in the past, what, four years, right? Or th three. Three years. So they. He was there for exactly. both. His freshman year and his junior year. Exactly. And that's, so, you know, an athletic three who's long, can defend, can shoot. It's what it's what the Knicks need. Of course. And I like I like that answer. Okay, so question three. Will the 76ers be the team to beat next year? No. It would be the Boston's. In the Eastern Conference, it's going to be the Celtics. Why? I do think they're going to play each other in the Eastern Conference Finals. But with Kyrie and Hayward coming back, Philly would have to make a huge splash in free agency to be better than that. So even though they could make big moves such as possibly getting LeBron James because that would be that's it. a very intriguing offer with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and Markel Fultz yeah. and guys like, you know, they got to let go of J.J. Redick though. You know, that's a vet three-point shooter. That's a, big, that's a big contract you got to let go in order to go get LeBron James, but that's also LeBron James, yeah. right? So you still think that... So your number one, that's my second question I was going to ask you, is who you think is going to be the number one in the East, number one in the West? So you think Boston Celtics is going to be the number one in the East next year? I do. I think the okay. Celtics are going to take the one seed, you know, barring anything like this season where freak injuries and stuff like that occur. Do you think that with the team that they have, even though they were hurt, could make it to the finals without making any moves uh, this offseason? With, with, with them coming back? Or say just that lineup right now if they played a full season together? I'm, I'm talking about like... I obviously with Kyrie Irving, with Gordon Hayward yeah. in the lineup, but I'm talking about if they don't make any moves in free agency, right? If let's say LeBron goes to the 76ers, let's just say, right? Or let's say he goes to Houston, hmm. you know? Um, and then they just stay put at where they are, right? They don't sign Marcus Smart because they don't want to take that big contract, right? Uh, so he's going to go somewhere else. And they stay put. Do you think they're going to still be a number one team in the East? I think they're good as this. That team is no, stacked. No making moves. I don't think they really need to. I mean, look at that starting lineup. Kyrie at the one, Jalen at the two, Hayward at the three, Horford at the four. No, you don't even need to do that. You put Jason Tatum at the four, and exactly. you put and you put. Look Horford at that four at we already five. named, and you didn't even have Jason Tatum. At <laughs> exactly, exactly. So or I, Mar or so I couldn't Morris. agree with you more. Actually, I was just testing you. I was just busting you. I actually, even though I'm a New York Knicks fan, I am, I am so. I am and I so. And I give the Celtics credit. I give I the Celtics them. so much credit because they are such a very good franchise, and they're very smart at what they're doing, and for them to do it what they're doing and still make the playoffs consistently it's just truly amazing now who you got one game in the finals yeah without exactly. their two best players now next year who do you got number one in the west 
going with the Warriors again. Okay. I think it's going to be close again, but I think they're going to... You know, Houston gonna number edge, one this year. Yeah, but I think next year they're going to edge Houston by... Not by much, though. Maybe a game or two. Okay. But I think, you know, they had some hiccups this season, but I think they're going to, you know, mend that next year. All right, that's good well, to know. That's good to know. Mend during the finals. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. That's well noted. Um, now... Final question, numero uno. Next season, because we are New York Knicks fans, do we make a playoff push? I can't tell. And why yet. or why not? We can. I mean, I've seen videos that look like Porzingis' rehab is looking good, but it's still early. Gordon Hayward was running around. People are like, oh, maybe we'll be back to the playoffs. And it was still, he couldn't get on the court. Yeah. So, I mean, these injuries are serious. Different injury, but an ACL takes a long time. You can see him running, and it still take a while. If he misses any more than 30 games, no shot at the playoffs. No, because he has with- to play a full season in order for them to make the playoffs. He has not played a full season since he's been in yeah. the league. He has not played a full season. He has not played... What I think he hasn't played in the second half of the season fully in any of his any of his seasons, no. right? So he hasn't finished the season fully. So they're a big question mark. So we're just gonna leave them I as think, a yeah. quick, as a big, big question mark on the freaking paper on the dotted line. Now that basically wraps up the round table. I wanna say thank you to my co-host Brian McHugh. Thank you so much for coming out. Is there anything you wanna say before we end this podcast? Any note in terms of the sports finals? Anything? Ah, pleasure being here. Can't wait for the finals to start. Can't wait to come back, do this again, and and let's, spit let's some go. shit about LeBron. Let's go not war- win a let's finals. Go and then he's not gonna win a finals. You know why? Cause the Warriors said so. <laughs> That'll be three and six. Three and six, six and oh, yeah, that's why Jordan's the best. Exactly. So that ends this week's The Roundtable. I am your host, Alexander Butaro, a.k.a. Sally Gutters. You guys have a blessed day. Peace.